Yeah. Yo, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear is a huff a puff and Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Oh my goodness <laughs> Boom, 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 boom Welcome, oh, no. friends Welcome to the Wolf and Our Podcast uh, What you can hear is two men overcompensating for the lack of energy Because they have only been able to find an hour at 620 AM. On a, on That's a what you listen to. Cold Tuesday morning, bro. I got home. I just had a nice. Well, I'll go through my week away in a minute. But we we got back uh, from a nice little week away, and my fucking boiler's gone. So it's like I slept in what I'm wearing now. I slept in a tracksuit. Uh, it's freezing in my house. Mm, it's like it's mm. like we got back from a a nice. And nice uh, winter warmth. I was very lucky to have uh, um, to go. So, so talk me through this. How did you? What time did you uh, get back last night? I got back about nine ish. Okay. And uh, would you have gone to turn the heating on at nine as soon as you got in? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if yeah. I'm honest with you, Rob, I think I probably spoiled the last two days of the holiday by saying to Catherine, "The house is going to be freezing when we get back. We should have." Why definitely... did you say that? Because I knew it was going to be cold here. So I. I have a lot of this sort of anxiety and even though we're having a lovely time and an amazing holiday, uh, three mm. of us, I kept on finding things, other things. Like, for example, um, I was given the task of going and buying sun cream for the family. Um, so I went to a shop to buy sun cream and chatted to this woman, very nice woman, um, and basically said I needed sun cream. So, so I was telling her what I wanted. But mm. she didn't speak any English. I don't speak any Spanish, right? Yeah. And I ended up buying two big fucking bottles of self tan <laughs> and smothering myself and Grace in it. Yeah. Because um, like you uh, won't you won't be able to see this, guys. Uh, but Tom, you're probably about as dark as me now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a nice, say. I'm yeah. a nice sort of orangey color. And and what's great, Ramesh, is. My not even two year old daughter's not far off this colour as well. Um, on the basis oh my God. that she was you've actually, you've actually browned up your daughter, mate. It, it yeah, you know, like when you see, like, the, remember, um, the traveller, uh, the gypsy wedding show, um, mm, my big yeah. fat gypsy wedding. I looked like I was getting, yeah, me and my daughter ready for that. Can I, can I, can I ask, uh, what prompted the decision to wait to get to the destination country before buying sun cream just well again i've been tasked with buying sun cream in england uh, <laughs> and uh <laughs> is incredible organizing everything before we go away on holiday i'm terrible at it and i have a little list of jobs um one of my jobs probably if i was to go back and look at the list was to make sure that the house the heating in our new house had been sorted but i, I hadn't done that um and yeah, so uh, you, you know, you know, I can relate to this so much. Having one of three things to do, and then the panic when you realise that you've that you've cocked one up. Not that like, listen, well, I also, know what Kathy's like. Uh, yeah, she, she wouldn't, she wouldn't, she wouldn't have been horrible about it. No, but she, but there, there, and Lisa's never horrible about it. It's just you can see the sort of. You know what's? They're not the horrible. They're the disappointed. Frustration. They're disappointed, the and that's even worse. Gentle frustration. It? So now you're on a holiday. You go. You go get sun cream abroad. I, I was running out. Like, I, oh, this would be easy because I do sun cream everywhere. So I went out, and like my hands. Even I mean, you're. It's obviously, but you can oh see God. the orange on my hands. So my well, hands. Wait, at what point did you? What point did you realise that it was self tan? Well, I. Realised, I think, on the third day after putting it on myself, Catherine right. took over Grace's uh, um, yeah. sun tan, uh, sun cream application after that, um, and we got a better one for Grace that was for ch children. I kept on with this one as, you know, like when you order or you make some food and it's not very nice, but you feel like you should keep eating it. I was you kind have, of you like, have to finish it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's why I look like I've I've sort of been 
clapping with diarrhea in my hands. It's just, uh, mm. that, but I mean, I look a genuine, like my friend Tommy was out there and he went, my God, you, you look amazing. You're, you've got a great tan for someone who's been here for two days. I was like, oh yeah, you know, I tan really, really easily. Didn't actually have the heart to tell him that I, I, I applied self tan, even uh, though I'm I was assuming, in a country. I'm assuming self tan has no sunblock in it whatsoever. Uh, yeah, well, that's the other thing that's quite worrying actually about putting it on nearly a two year old as well on the first day. Like, yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> what was what was Catherine's reaction? Also, uh, it wasn't it wasn't a cheap. Uh, oh my god. So, so you, what did you say? Like, salt? Did you shout soul over and over? Did you say crema de sol or something? Yeah, like I was going for the tan, for tan, sun tan, or sun tan, for sun. Well, I mean, that, for, 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 for first, sun. Of all, first of all, I ha- why would you say sun tan? No, because I meant to get a sun tan. For me, get sun tan, sun tan. No, 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 no. Like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. All right. Yeah, I know. All right. All right. Th- this is, th- that is an absolutely insane way to get a go about it. Yeah, I know. Oh, look, so, so, no, 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 listen, you're not no, even, no. you're not even. Li- I realised that now looking back at it, if I could Martin McFly this situation, go back, I'd be going and going, sun protect, sun protect, sun protect. Yeah. But I didn't at the time. I was, I was excited about getting a sun tan. Right. I mean, but- I genuinely look. I mean, it's, well, you've you got, well, listen, it's, listen, jobs, are, orange jobs are good. Well. You, jobs are good. And you've got, you got yourself a tan. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 You, you're, you're fucking absolutely bang up, ready for your first day shooting on Towie. <laughs> How was the holiday apart from, apart from the fact that it was amazing. Very, very mm. lovely. Um, yeah. It was incredibly, there's something about, you being on holiday that I found it was, I found it very uh, envy inducing. Every every, every day I woke up and I thought Tom's on holiday today. It, it was lovely. It, it's um, I'd say you, you obviously you've got kids. It's a, it changes up a bit, right? Yeah, I, I felt pretty much Grace is now walking. She's into everything. I felt a lot of the time like my job was essentially like you become like a centre back for most of the time, just standing goal side of any kind of danger. Mm. Like a swimming pool, you're just goal side, constantly in the swimming pool. You feel like Rio Ferdinand or Virgil van Dijk, just going, no, 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 just just backing her off, just so she's, you're, you're always between them and a danger. Mm. Like the airport was an absolute crazy, yeah. I've got to say, by the way, as well, uh, last night, right, so we, we, we come back last night, uh, I will shout out the British Airways staff, incredible on the flight. Grace, now the like I know everyone else was on the plane because Grace really decided to put on quite a show last night um, yeah, yeah. and let everyone on the plane know that she was on the plane uh, by walking up and down it shouting. Um, I, this is one of my my favourite things actually of the um, holiday. Um, I started doing prank calls with Grace, which was really really fun. You started doing prank calls. Well, yeah, like to like to you know like there was a limited amount of stuff that you can do in a hotel room with a baby uh, or a toddler. So um, when Kathy would go out. Um, we call reception and ask for silly names, uh, and she'd really, really find it funny. <laughs> she'd not really, really giggle. Yeah, uh, she, I'm sure she would. I, I, I'm not sure the overworked hotel staff had been appreciative. No, no, but That's great yeah, but actually, I, I, yeah, I will say this: that they were incredible. Like they, they kept, they kept up the the joke. Like I don't know if they were in on it, but they they kept it being quite fun. And, and Grace found it hilarious. Well, uh, hold on. So, so just tell me f- first. Can I just say I fundamentally disagree with this? What, what you've done here? Why? Well, well it, it was a fun thing. For you and Grace, wasn't very busy. For you and Grace, the hotel wasn't very busy. It's off season. Well, I can't do. I can't even do this now. No, I feel ridiculous holding yeah. my hands up. Right, but your, your palms are as dark as the back. <laughs> yeah, I've never no. seen that before. I've never seen hands that are completely the same color all the way over. <laughs> Right, you look like um, a fucking cartoon character. <laughs> but I've Homer Simpson's been away. Um, so we would turn back, like I, I, Catherine would go and you know, have like we we tried to we and we, it was a very good thing to do. We tried to sort of you know we'd have our time together as a family. Catherine got her time separately. I got my time separately, and we, we made sure that we sort of you know. Then I got time with Grace, which is my favorite thing. So obviously. We went swimming, you know, walking around. We went to a little park and stuff. But mm. there was also times where you're in the hotel room. It's a bit later. 
So she was she's obsessed with phones. So she kept on picking up. She it blew her mind the actual old school hotel phone. Yeah, she's only seen mobiles yeah, yeah. up to now. Yeah. So. Um, and now she I pressed, assume she, after this holiday, she assumes that those old school phones are for abusing people trying to do their job. No, no. I the, just phone that's up. The, and, that's the learning objective. Right, I phone up, right, and yeah. in a silly voice, I go something like, oh, hello, uh, I'm Mr. Davis calling from 212. Yeah, not, Has Mr. Fart Fartbum arrived yet? Right. And Grace would lose her mind, like, because of the voice, but also, and I don't know if she needs it. Those that Mr. Fart well, I mean, listen, name. you don't need to explain to me why that joke works to your daughter. And I, then the people I'm not thinking she's being... appreciating it on a satirical political level. <laughs> I think it's the I think it might be the voice and the fact you said Mr. Fart Bum. I'm guessing that's what she felt funny about it. Right. And then uh, <laughs> and then Grace would really, really start absolutely like losing her mind. And I don't know about you, but it's the sweetest thing when you see your little one laughing like that, right? It's not. It's uh, not yeah, come it's... up for me. Yet. I mean, I, I, I've tried. <laughs> Lord knows I've tried. That's the main reason we had three kids. Where the first one didn't manage to make Theo laugh. I thought, let's have well, another. Theo's one. a tough crowd. I don't know if he was always like that, but Theo, I want to make Theo laugh. I've, I've realised mm. Theo's. Theo's. Yeah. No, actually, Theo. Theo. He's, well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I was about to go into detail about what makes Theo laugh, and then I thought this sounds like a sound like I'm a guest on Loose Women. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Right, so then she'd really laugh. The hotel staff would be like, uh, Mr. Davis, we'll just check for you, make sure he's here, if he's here for you. Um, and they'd go, no, no, sorry, what is his name? And then I'd sort of say, his name's Mr. Fuff. Christ. Was this on speakerphone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Grace yeah. would really laugh. and Yeah, and then um, she'd say, oh, no, we'll, we'll give you a call when he arrives. And then I go, Ooh, thank you. And then, yeah, and then we do the same thing, like different names, obviously, but we do like room service. And, and, and um, so how did the hotel respond to this? So that they basically became in on the joke, did they? Yeah, yeah, I think they, 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 they could hear Grace laughing, I think, so didn't you? And they were very, very amazing at this hotel. They were lovely. They, yeah. Mate, they sound fucking award winning <laughs> based on having to put up with that shit. <laughs> when I look back, I think about it now, I think actually I could probably have done, done the same joke with pulling the phone out of the. Yeah, I mean, there's absolutely no, there's absolutely no, I mean, I thought, I'll be honest with you, genuinely, that occurred to me three seconds into this story, that it didn't require a member of staff having to deal with the call. Yeah, but you know what they said to us was, it was very quiet in the hotel for guests. There's yeah. a lot of golfers there, yeah. but there wasn't a lot of guests in the rooms. Yeah. So, they actually, some of them, I think, were, oh, it's actually something to do, do you know yeah. what I mean? Which is quite nice. I uh, got another phone call from the orange father and daughter. <laughs> In room 212. Yeah, just humour them. <laughs> right, so... I'm not sure what accent I was doing there, actually. I, I think what happened is that I wanted to go for Spanish, didn't want to come across xenophobic, and instead sort of sounded like some sort of interrogator. I don't know why. I think you, I think what you sounded was European. I think that there's now like an Oh, that sort of mid-European. Like general yeah, yeah, European, yeah. which is yeah. quite nice. Mm. So anyhow, we, we, uh, we were on the flight last night, right? coming back last night. And yeah. uh, I'd say that I'm not, I'm not a bad flyer, but I'm not a brilliant flyer. So I'm not, I'm not Tom Cruise in, I'm not like Maverick, mm. Top Gun kind of eyes, but also I'm not B.A. Ruckus. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm somewhere in the middle of those two. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So you're in the middle, yeah. so you're in, I mean, I would describe almost everyone as in the middle of those two. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically one extreme is flying the plane and the other one is having to be made unconscious in order to get on the plane. So you're between those two, are you? Yeah. Well, that's well, that's really gives me an idea of what sort of fly you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? When I laugh, I get more orange. Uh, oh my god right, um, you look like Tom and Jerry with Tom gets really angry that's what just happened there <laughs> so mate so flights flights flight, oh fucking hands I'm going to keep them out of the situation now I look like Morph that's what I look like uh 
so look, the flights, the flights are one is it's, it's quite a challenging flight. You know, there was yeah. no one to call. I sort of asked the stewardess about using the phone on there, but you know, I actually genuinely said I could do one of the phone announcement things because my daughter would find that funny. It's yeah, because what you'd, fu- you'd fucked off the hotel staff. Why not piss off the airline staff as well? Um, but they were amazing. Mm. Uh, anyhow, did you ask, did you did you do cavity searches for Grace's amusement at security? Uh, well, there's a story coming up. Oh, um, okay. Okay. <laughs> so the plane's coming in for landing, right? I can wear them. We're about 30-odd feet, maybe 20 feet up to hitting the runway. The fucking plane, you can see the ground, and then the plane goes back up. Like, mm. literally, you hear the re- engines rev back up, and it just fucking takes off up again, right? Yeah. Which is fucking unnerving, because you think, what the fuck's happened here? Do you know what yeah. I mean? You think yeah, you're yeah. hitting the... Uh, and then the stewardesses that, because I was in the, at the front, you could see the stewardesses looking very panicked as well. Mm. Uh, one of the stewardesses said, "I've never known anything like this before," which is quite territorial. Tom, is that here. true? Yeah, I swear. Is I swear. that true? Yes, yeah, she went. Oh, I don't know what's happened here. I've shout not, not known anything. Out, like shout it. out the BA. So, you, first of all, shout out the BA staff, the British Airways staff, who, upon the landing being slightly problematic, said in hearing range of the passengers. I've never experienced anything like this before. <laughs> she was quite shocked, and she right. was. She was. Yeah. yeah but aren't they supposed to sort of disguise that a little bit and stay a bit calm? I don't think she could. I don't know. You've got to remember. I was just going fucking hell. Oh my! We're going to die. You've got to remember. I've got really good hearing as well. So I and I was watching. Well, you're at like the front. Yeah, okay. and I was watching them like an absolute hawk. So right. then the captain comes on and said, basically, what had happened is he was trying to land, but another jet from another airline um which would rhyme with sneezy bet right? <laughs> um, uh hadn't taken off in time so he was still on the ground and we nearly hit that plane basically right we would okay. have hit the back of that plane uh if it hadn't been for this amazing pilot captain who yeah. pulled us out of the crash and that's what he he came on the radio and told everyone that are you, um, are you sure you got this information right you got to within 20 metres of the runway, as in 20 feet, sorry. You're 20 feet. So that's basically yeah. just over two Tom Davises. Oh, it might, it might have been 20. No, I could see the ground, but it might be 20 metres. Right, 20 okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. Because that's very, that's very fucking close. To, yeah, to well, suddenly... you know what? I'm getting the, the gauge. There was an American guy next to me yeah. who said 20-something, but at the time, Grace was sort of like, singing and joking and watching mm. something. And, and then he was like, oh, my God. And he actually was – and he said he flew, flew at least, like, three times a month and he'd never seen anything like it before. Right. Did uh, yeah. did Grace pick up on the panic or anything at all? Not really. No, 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 no. She sort of – Catherine because Catherine, again – Catherine's more leaning into the BA, uh, as in BA Brockus. Um, right, 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 She's not a good flyer at all. Okay. Um, not We haven't got to sedate her, but she's probably only sort of like, well, she, we might have to on the next flight after what happened here. Okay. Um, right. Did, <laughs> she freak, did she freak out at that? To be fair, she's not a good flyer. She kept it, to get, kept it together for Grace because Grace yeah. was sitting on her lap. Yeah. Um, but it was, oh, so this is a weird one. At the start of the flight, the stewardess turned around and said about, being really impressed because they'd had one of the youngest people ever to climb. I think it, she said Snowdonia on the f- flight, right? Mount um, Snowden, yeah. Give, yeah, Mount Snowden. Give him a round of applause, right? Yeah. I was expecting to look around and see like an eight-year-old, right? This guy gets up and he's like 23, right? And I yeah, was like, you're right. What a fucking prick. Mate, he's 23. He climbed it when he was about eight and he's still still telling what? people on flights. Are you serious? Stuff. That's what I mean. Don't come on. I swear on that can't I swear be it's insane. I swear. She said one of the youngest people ever to climb Mount Snowden. The guy turned up, he was about 23. So either he or his parents have fucking got in touch with the airline to tell them, or he's that famous that he's done it. And he, yeah. like, people will clap it. But everyone on the plane looked around like, the fuck? That's like literally get you getting on a flight and saying, oh, uh, we've got one of the nation's sweethearts here, one of the funniest guys. He told, he's got some great jokes. And then you standing up and not telling a joke, but getting a round of applause. What did you want him to do? Climb a mountain? No, I wanted him fucking to go, all right, mate, it was fucking 10 years ago. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how old you were. I'd have to go. I did not even because the rest of this is. So we land, right? Okay. And uh, Thank God you went on this holiday. I mean, this has really sorted this episode out. Anyway, go on. <laughs> we land. Um, everyone's a bit jittery. Um, uh, we get off the flight, apart from Grace, who's absolutely loving it. And now Grace wants to run around everywhere, so then she sort of... Then you're sort of like in the airport. It's a whole new you're sent back mm. in again, making sure. It's in. 
Um, as I'm going through uh, customs and stuff, Catherine has got Grace in a buggy, and we've got Jim who's grabbing us from the airport, right? Mm. So Catherine sort of Jim, by the way, uh, big Jim, and Jim's very. He spent a lot of time with you recently, Jim, hasn't he? Okay, where is, this go- where is this going? Well, Jim's become very... I told Jim what had happened, and then Catherine sort of told him, and then he went, hmm, uh, hey, uh, Tom's exaggerating the story slightly. And I was, all right, Jim, chill out. Uh, <laughs> is, what, Jim said that you're exaggerating the story? <laughs> he, he laughed about it, yeah, yeah, I love Jim, but Jim... Jim uh, <laughs> oh, because... <laughs> what, so, so you told the story, then Catherine told the same story, but, but, but with... But her story is factually correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. She yeah. sort of said, look. But, I mean, look, to be fair, and Jim will verify this, they're very alike stories. But Catherine, Catherine wasn't as panicked as me. Anyhow, no. this this bit is, is this is the bit that actually angered Jim and myself. And So we then, Catherine then is, like, keen to get to Jim. I'm left with the suitcases, which, you know, Catherine's got grace. Catherine flies through customs. As I'm going through what's customs. It, what's it, what's it, hold on, hold on. Just let me just stop you there. Catherine was keen to get to Jim. Yeah. I was there for the... Well, as you said that, I'm going to be honest with you, the mask slipped a little bit. I felt like I may have detected a little bit of rage there. Now, what, how was the dynamic between you and Catherine at this... Oh, it was at fine at this point. This is what I'm going to get into now. Okay. So Catherine's got Grace, and she's also got all of our documentation, our passports and stuff. Oh, I see. Okay, here we go. So she flies out. Then this guy stops me. And he says, uh, excuse me, um, can I just ask you a few questions? And he's, cut, he's from Customs. Mm. he says where have you just been I was like I've just flown back from Gibraltar he said okay okay Gibraltar have you brought any cigarettes have you brought any tobacco um, we did have we brought back some tobacco for Catherine's uh, auntie and uncle and okay. some booze right. so I said yeah we've got some tobacco and we've got some alcohol and he was like "What? how much have you got and I was like uh, and he was quite serious and he was quite you know I've never been, really been in that situation before no. I said well look here's the tobacco so I sort of showed him tobacco. He went, um, that, you know, but this is too much for just one person. I said, no, my wife's here. And then I'm calling Catherine, but also trying to be that I don't want everyone on, in the airport to hear me, but I'm sort of shouting Catherine and, and she's not, she's gone at this point. Hmm. He then's like, what alcohol have you got? And I sort of showed him a couple of bottles that we got. He said, this again is too. I said, yeah, but this is not for one person. This is brought for me and my wife. My wife, he said, okay, where's your wife then? Have you got anything in your suitcase? He's been quite, right. And I'm like, no, honestly, mate, like, this is, my wife is here. And I was, he's like, can I see your passport, please? I said, oh. um, my wife has got my passport and she's just gone through. If you let me just go in front, I can get anywhere. No, no, I can't let you go anywhere, not without your passport. Where's your passport? You should have your passport at all times in the airport. Anyway, he's been quite, uh, and I'm saying, what, Catherine. What's, what's happening to your ass at this stage? My ass is going. You're right. Very, very, like, nervous. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, I haven't got a passport. I'm in the middle of an airport at this point. Catherine's so keen to get to fucking the car and to get to gym and get Grace some like fucking snacks and some milk. There's a good chance that they'll forget that I even exist and I'm on holiday with them. Okay, and here we go. And the family. This is this is uh, this is what I wanted to do. This is this is good. So you're, finally, you're, I, you're, you're you're dealing with both the your ass going and also a deep deep frustration at the fact that you feel you've been abandoned by by Catherine. Yeah, and and yeah. I feel a bit like yeah, like mm. remember that film, The Incredible Journey, when the dogs are left at the house. Mm. Now I've got to make their way all through the America to get to where that new people live. Um, also, I'm also I know that by the time she goes through those those opening doors in customs and out into sort of fucking whatever it's called, where you get cheap goods, um, duty free. Yeah, mm. that she's gone. You really did it. assimilate Gibraltar. You, just, <laughs> she, you picked up so gone. much Spanish. Um, she's gone, right? Okay. So I shout out one last really loud Catherine, which most people in the uh, airport and in the baggage mm. fucking area look around now and it's, just, I just see, so I know why wasn't phoning her an option now I've never even thought of that actually but I was so fucking panicked because this guy's sort of being quite anyway <laughs> Catherine then and Grace the, the buggy comes back around and she hasn't quite got those doors and she comes back and she's like are you okay and I sort of say yeah yeah can, have you got my passport have you got a passport and the guy puts his hand on my arm and goes don't worry about me I'm messing with you and I was what? like what yeah, and then he goes, love your stuff, mate. Keep doing what you're doing. Just had to, what? I was messing with you, bruv. Yeah. What? Mate, I was like, what? Like, genuinely had nearly tears in my eyes. Man, I was, that's a bit, Jim couldn't get his, uh, like, and then Catherine came back, and then he sort of, he, I could see he knew that it had gone wrong. 
And then he sort of was trying to laugh about it. And he sort of like oh nodding and smiling at Catherine. God. And he could see, because I think he knew how, I mean, there's a part of me now, when I'm telling the story after telling the story about the phone calls to the um, hotel, I don't know where the hotel were in on it. But anyway, um, it was genuinely one of those, like, I was like, uh, like what happens at this situation if Catherine's gone through, I've got no passport. And he was then like, he sort of walked over to Rick, to Catherine with me and was trying to still sort of laugh about it. And it was just that so... Is, that is... Yeah, but hold man. on, what... Why did he... Perce- like, uh, uh, by the way, the whole thing is mad. But what if he just went, I'm going to need to... Like, all it takes is for to be like, I'm going to check your suitcase top to bottom. And then as you go to do it, you go, oh, Jacob, mate, love your stuff. And then that's it, right? Why did he yeah. go that this far with it? I don't know. What? Look, I don't know I, I, he I, was I, too involved in a joke that he yeah. then felt he couldn't back out. Yeah. Because like he once more, I was like, do you need to see my part? I, I still couldn't register in my head that it was a wind up, and I was going, do you still do you need to see my passport? No, 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 mate, it's fine, it's fine. And he could you could see that he was embarrassed about the situation. Well, not embarrassed. I just think he he felt like yeah. I don't know if he thought that I was like involved with about it, but the level of panic that he'd have seen in my face. Well, how do you think? Was, it, what do you think it's like from his side? He sort of thought he'd do a funny thing. And he ended up making the person that he'd recognised almost cry. I mean, I, I mean that that is. I can't imagine that sitting well with him. And then he thinks to himself, "Yeah, but also I, I don't I, bear I him any malice." I, I hope he's all right. Let me just listen to the I, next I've episode done, of the Wolf I've done jokes. I've done jokes on people at the wrong time, mm. and it's and then yeah, I look. look gone. You're the prank master general, aren't you? I mean, like. Whenever, whenever we meet up with you and James, have I told we, you that I used to call myself that? No, it's just every one of your stories from the past is when you've done a shit on someone's desk or you phoned up someone and pretended to be immigration. And their parents are getting deported. You're just really horrible, horrible stuff that you find hilarious. That's that's the sort of thing that turns you. It amazes me that you're as comedically brilliant as you are. When I hear some of the things that you thought were a funny thing to do. <laughs> Yeah. But, but there was a part of me when it this after it happened and I couldn't really bear him any malice because I was like you know, I, I, I kind of get that he was having a joke he stood there for ages he sort of thought oh, this will be fu- that'd be funny but it was terrifying at the no time. but I mean that, that, that uh, I'm trying to figure out because obviously you always want to give people the benefit of the doubt right so he's gone Tom Davis I want to do a little bit of a prank on him right and by the way, listen, it's not lost on me that this is mainly a story about you getting recognised. But so he... he... <laughs> you prick. <laughs> you prick. <laughs> you're so happy with that. You're so happy with that. I know you're sitting in your bed. As you've done that, your fucking toes have just fucking just stroked the fucking duvet. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. The point I'm trying to make is... Oh, uh, you fucker. So he... he, he, he <laughs> I'm happy with that. He goes... He thinks, okay, it's Tom Davis. I recognise him. Let me do a little prank on him. And then I reckon... I don't know. I think... I'm trying to figure out how it's happened. He's trying to figure out how to do the exit from this. How to... like? He's probably thinking... I, I think there's probably... How do I, think, how do, I do the me, reveal? Yeah. I, I think... I think when he first sort of said to me, where have you been? Like, and sort of... He, whether he thought that I was probably going to be more... I don't think he realised that the panic I was under. Mm. Also, uh, for him, even even if... There's also a sense that I was... It looked to him that I'd have been on my own coming back from Gibraltar with three fucking great massive suitcases. Yeah. And a big bit of hand luggage. So he could... He, you know, he might have just sort of, you know, thought that I had brought loads of fucking alcohol and, you know, bits and that from there. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think we've got to the bottom of that. It, uh, if the guys this happens to listen to the wolf for now, we'd love to. Well, get usually, your take on. I, usually people tell you that they said that that's what they're into. They're into something. You know, I know he didn't. He didn't clarify of any any of the work that I was actually. Is it is it is it possible? Is it possible? This was a legit. This was a legit stop, right? And he, I'm just saying, and he maybe he hadn't recognised you initially, and then I know that's that's difficult for you to sort of process but like he sort of hadn't put two and two together as to who you were initially then midway through sort of realised that maybe there was something that you did like sort of midway through your panic that looked a bit King Gary-ish 
and then suddenly oh, it's yeah, clocked. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, yeah, I was flabbergasted. I think flab- I probably in my life have been flabbergasted ten times. That was one time that I was really flabbergasted. Right, and I don't okay. use that word lightly. No, well, like, it's only happened to you ten times. <laughs> so, so I, yeah, I was absolutely wow. This is a moment here. Yeah, yeah. and so. Like King Gary spends a lot of the episodes flabbergasted, doesn't it? I'd say you you yeah. you had to play flabbergasted. Oh, I've played flabbergasted more than I've actually been flabbergasted. Yeah, they, yeah, I think that's fair to say. It's, it's well, I the... think in character, well, even you know, murder successful. I've played fast and loose with flabbergasted within the world of acting. I've, yeah, I've I been flabbergasted. Like, when, yeah, when some I enough like, to know. Obviously, I heard about you before I met you, and uh, I remember you <laughs> being described to me as one of the best flabbergasters in the industry. Weirdly so, enough, one of the top, the first time I met you, I was here like we flabbergasted. Go. No, yeah. no, because your legacy, it's sort of like, you. well, you introduced yourself as a legacy comedian. Right. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel the so, urge to say that's not true. I, I, I can't even imagine I introduced myself as a comedian. Oh, you did. When you came into the green room, you were very swaggy. Um, you had your bowling shoes and your, oh, you know, right. your combats and your blazers on. on or something. That's what you normally like. To do. <laughs> no, you had, you had like sort of, I think you had a nice pair of sort of combats on with some mm. um, Converse and uh, a blazer and a shirt and tie. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, you, what you've done there is you've sort of mixed reality with uh, to the point now where I don't even know whether that might be true. How have you been anyway? We've done a lot of. Uh, big tea chat so well I've got I've got nothing as exciting to report I mean I've been doing I've just been doing work in progress gigs basically how have they been good well I've done they've been good yeah they've been great I mean I'm trying to put on the show is coming together do you know what I mean and I feel like I'm heading in the right direction I went I had a bit of a monster day basically I was supposed to do a show in Ilfracoom in North Devon on the Friday night wow. right? wow and then I was going to be away for the weekend because I was going to do Saturday and Sunday in Exeter and then come back yeah. Monday, right? Yeah. And um, basically, for some reason, the extra shows got cancelled because there's a, I think there's a flood at the venue, right? right? So I was doing two shows locally instead. I replaced them with two shows at Cranley Arts Centre. But it did mean that on the Friday, I had to go to Ilfracombe and come back the same day. And, and that, wow. so it's, I think it was like six hours there, four hours back or something. Jim brought me back it was, from Ilfracombe. It was Graziano driving. No, Gratz, was, Gratz wasn't on this one. It was uh, Elliot took me up there. And then Elliot stayed in, in Ilfracombe and Jim brought me back. But um, normally if I was going that far away, I'd stay overnight, right? But then, yeah, like, yeah, back yeah. in the day when I used to support Sean Walsh on tour, Sean would always want to get back. So like we'd always like drive back regardless, right? But I'd forgotten what it's like to... Having been in a car for that long, what it does to your following day. I mean, I was like... Oh, it's a killer. Mate. It's like having a mad, like having a proper brutal hangover. I was, I was I'm like, a bit, I try to get home as much as I can. I think, like, I was thinking if it's under three hours, I'll try and get home. Mm. Well, but, I remember what, like, so Exeter's always a bit of a, you know, from, I, I know that they get, and I would too, they get annoyed if you go, this has been a really long drive because they go, well, not for us. You're a really long drive, do you know what I mean? But that drive to Exeter, I remember once. You my, don't open with that, do you? Huh? You don't open with this has been a really long drive to get here. No, no. I, I, I'm not Jerry Seinfeld in 1983. <laughs> I was just, that's like a waiter coming over and going, I hope you enjoy this. The chef's fucking knocked his bollocks out making this food for you. He's really I, do, so I, would, I mean, that does sound like the sort of thing that I would say on stage, to be honest. <laughs> but um, anyway, f- I, I do want at this point shout out Fatih El Ghori, who is who oh, is opening. Amazing, right? So funny, man. Just like... Incredible. And great company as well, we'll say. Yeah, great company. Can I ask a question? Because I think... Well, we've had a lot of the same support... Well, a couple of the same support acts on this. So, do you talk to your support act right up until the point where you go on stage? Almost. Well, Fatia and Dinesh, yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm almost... They're in my... I don't have my own... we, We just chill in, like, one dressing room between us and mm. we'll be chatting having a catching up um sometimes Gratz is in and uh, is there as well big den uh so yeah you I, I like that feeling of feeling quite chatty and quite chill before the show if they want to go through their stuff then i'll 
always just go into the corridor or whatever and let them go. But both Fatih and Dinesh, quite, you know, sometimes people are a bit more, uh, they need a bit more time. But I, I quite like, yeah, I quite like the chat and the banter. What about you? What about you? Are you more? Uh, work in progress is probably a bit different, by the way. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd say work, work in the progress reason I'm is asking is different. I've got deeply paranoid about this because. I tend to be like working on the show or whatever. Or what, and, then, and then it occurred to me when Fatia came, because Fatia did Ilfracum in both Cranley nights. And um, to be fair, we there was only one dressing room at Cranley. So we did share, like we did like just hang out together the whole time. Uh, but in the, uh, I, I've started to become slightly paranoid that my, that you've told a story about a holiday where, you know, you had a prank played on you. You played a series of pranks on hotel staff. You put on self. I mean, that literally your holiday seems to have been, I would say, two to three episodes of a sitcom. And I'm now having a discussion about whether you sit in the dressing room with a support act. I mean, it's in terms of levels no, mate, of, of stuff to report downs. back. Yeah, but yeah, uh, we have yeah, those yeah, moments. Your, your, your holiday mate, story was mate, here. Mate, mate, come back and remember Swimming Gate. What do you mean? You had two, you had, you, you're the only person who had to be, to be continued on this podcast. Mm, yeah, when you okay. went swimming and like failed and like embarrassed yourself in front of your family and then when you actually fucking swam out, swam out to the boy and you had them all celebrating and having a big barbecue on the beach it's fucking two great stories yeah and at that time that I was a work in progress yeah okay. so yeah, that, yeah. That, I mean thank you for giving me a pep talk it's really really lovely uh, and also tragic as well it actually weirdly has made me both feel better and worse which it's an unusual feeling um but anyway, um, so you it, don't you don't have to chat. I don't tend. I do chat, but like I tend to like. Well, particularly for work in progress, need to be like a little bit kind of thinking about not thinking about the show. I, I, I'm I'm making it out like there's some sort of artistic process. I'm mainly panicking, is the honest truth. And looking at my not work in progress with you, he's usually sort of like eating crisps and sort of like drinking Coca Cola. You all seem quite chilled. Well, I think. Well, first of all. You've never done work in progress for me. You yes, did. I, have. I know what you're about to say. The, the dates at the Hawth, right? Oh no, no. Islington. Isling oh no, Islington. That was work in progress. But at that stage, what I would say is, I, yeah, I your, mine was really that you were you were a bit closer to your what you were doing. No, it wasn't. I think that was more of a run through getting how back. Was you? you were great that night. Oh, that was when I looked at it and thought, actually, maybe coming back to stand up was maybe the worst idea of my life. And um, then is I that remember, no, you were great. What are you talking about? You were brilliant. No, that night. that night wasn't. That night to me felt a bit like when, when people from Curve came in to chat to me afterwards. Mm. You know when you, uh, like Arsenal, I mean, you know, like sign a, like a, a player from sort of, and, and he's got, you know, a bit of a sort of name from a sort of like the Italian league and Spanish league, but no one really knows what he's about. Mm. And then he quite makes his debut and he's an absolute stinker. He misses like four open goals and fucking gets sent off. And then everyone's going, what the fucking hell is that? Why is Alex Ferguson signing this kid? That's do you know, quite do you know, Are you aware of what, what sort of happened? Uh, I mean, there's a couple of things that happened there. One, you've compared yourself to some sort of wonderkind that's arrived from another club that goes and shows potential. <laughs> I also said to you, um, you were brilliant. And then you went, not that night I wasn't, which is very, <laughs> which is very, very revealing. No, I don't not, mean as a whole. Not that night I wasn't. No, have I, I mean... Have I, I been brilliant on other nights? Yeah, yeah, of course. Have I been, no, brilliant, on, have I I been mean, brilliant on most nights? Probably. But was I brilliant on that night? Look, I'd have to say, I even say that I as a sign, have to say no. As a sign-in, I'd say that I've, I've started to play a bit better now. At that yeah, point, yeah. I'd arguably say that I look like, yeah, I look like Diego Forlan. Mm. I was like... Arguably, everyone was sitting there thinking, "What the fuck is this guy?" Doing? Nobody was thinking that. I mean, in my head, that's what. Yeah, I was there's. Like, a, I mean, there's a slight narcissism in you thinking that people think about it that much. <laughs> no, like, don't the, you think that the, like... ne the next morning they went into curb and they said, "All right, shall we have the debrief about Tom Davis's work in progress yesterday?" So, what do you think? <laughs> no, yeah, I think should, must have there were some, gl some glimpses of flair. Sure. <laughs> Am I worried? Yes. <laughs> Okay, is that McIntyre on the phone? Can you just t can you just hold the call? Can you tell him we'll call him back because we've got to get this Tom Davis debrief done. No, there must people would go back and go. I don't think he's really a stand up. I don't think he's got the minerals. I don't think that's very I, good. I think off the curb would have that discussion before 
They, I, don't, I don't think they would go, let's sign Tom Davis. And by the way, in a couple of weeks' time, do you want to go watch him in his work in progress to see if there's anything about him once we've committed to? It's very, that happens like that very rarely. I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but um, yeah. Do you know, I, 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 at that point... No, Tom, to, like, be I, fair, to be fair to you, I'm being a prick. The, the number of times... I know, yeah, yeah. Well, we, wrong, 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 wrong. Well, I'm aware, by the way, that you've you've jumped in because you you're conscious about the, the mm. stuff you were saying about being very quiet and sort of solemn in the in the changing room beforehand, and now you've sort of like pulled out your fucking Tommy gun and let me have it. I'm well aware of what you're doing, my old baby. Um, we're 300 episodes in. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're trying to put the boot in, but it's very difficult as you sort of lent in and you're, the most of the frame is taken up with your orange paw. <laughs> But anyhow, I digress. Um, we were talking about you. And no, so no, no. What, what I was were... going to say to you is, it's the first day that I signed for, like, when Off the Curb told me they were signing me. Yeah, I, I was. It was at a gig they, right. th- that they'd come to in Gravesend. Right. And for some reason, after they'd said that, I that that gig, you know, they said to me, they told me like before I was b- before the gig started. And then they went off to watch the gig and I went sort of into the dressing room to get ready for the gig. And I had this paranoia that you're talking about where I thought, they're going to have told me that they're signing me. I'm going to do the gig and then they're going to go, can we have another chat? Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, can you imagine? But yeah. Um, but yeah, Fatia is amazing. So anyhow, the point I'm trying to make is, well, two things actually, this story's kind of slightly digressed. But the, the, the thing is, I know that Fatia supports you. I became intensely paranoid about her comparing experiences. Although she did tell me that um, on one of the nights, she went over her allotted time and you really went in quite two-footed on her, she said. No, no, I didn't. That's, uh... She said you really... No, 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 no. Let, 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 me, let me just clarify what I mean, because you've got slightly nervous there. You went in two-footed in quite a joke. Like, she told me that, like... Basically, you roast each other is what she told me. Do you know oh, we totally make out of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then what happened? Uh, is, as friends do it. As yeah, yeah. As, as, as and then what happened is, is because she told me that, I I sort of became concerned that I wasn't being as entertaining in my dynamic. And then I no, would what, say she she I, did twenty six minutes in Cardiff, and then which was meant to be fifteen, and then for like ever since then, I've. Yeah, I've taken, I've wound her up about, it and she wants me. Yeah, we, we yeah, give it to. Her. Yeah, the effect, when, the when she brought you on stage, did yeah. she give a bit of stank and like take me yeah. out of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is brilliant. It's very affectionate. But the the uh, effect it had on me was for me to take on a sort of a David Brentesque oh, sort of quality no. of of trying to work the. You know, I was trying to go like, well, bloody hell, fatty, you better not fucking. Yeah, uh, you better not override it. Oh, you better not override tonight because you oh, do a dance, did you? I'll do a bit of I'll do a bit of banter on you, and you'll you didn't do that dance, you two, do you? No, but um, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Really? Yeah. I think I'm um, seeing her this weekend, so I'll yeah. Can you dance. do me a favour? Can you ask her how about it? Yeah. Was? Yeah. Well, you know what I could do is I could I could get fattier. Uh, undone before in the wolf and hour to basically do like a report on how you've been backstage and like then we could play it on the podcast why are you such a horrible horrible man <laughs> your little face is so cute you're like a little squirrel who's just fucking got back to his nest and found out someone's eating his, his nuts <laughs> Uh, right, Tomo, that was, listen, can I just say thank you uh, to that Brit- the, the member of staff at the airport that gave us such great content. I, 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 I'm almost, I almost, almost part of me that believes that the reason that guy did it is so that he'd make it onto the podcast. Like, he's actually a super fan, that he knew that yeah. if he gave you sort of an unpleasant experience, he would make it onto the podcast. Better than- Maybe he knew that me and you were so badly prepared that we, we have a deadline every week on a Tuesday morning mm. 
and he knew it was, obviously it was a Monday night and he, that could be the thing over should, the last should we, should, should, would you he like must to... be, he'd be furious to know that I got back on the heat and my house had broken Yeah, because that could have easily overtaken yeah his... as you started talking about it he must be thinking oh no I've not made the cut yeah, yet. Fuck it, yeah fuck it yeah fuck it yeah I've done that big wind up telling all the boys yeah do you think we should ever one day like as an experiment plan this plan what plan, plan when we actually record it or no no the podcast like actually what, like no. No. Like we should do a scripted one one day. No, we shouldn't. Okay. I don't think I've got it in me to do a scripted. No, I haven't. I, mean, I struggle to do a script. I, when I, I don't know why I said yeah. it. I, I regret it so much. Also, knowing how much you, we both find script writing difficult, and also how much you hate script writing. Yeah, I mean, it's not only us that both know that. Anybody that's watched Avoidance or Romantic Getaway, or even Reluctant Landlord, will know how difficult I find scripted work. <laughs> Um, oh my right. brother. Tomo, do you want to do? Uh, do you want to take us out? Let's do it. Okay, go. Cold for it. be the weather that flies. For once it was hot, and now it's cold, and the world is turning round and round. And it never digresses me, or never surprises me that when temperatures change, and when moments change, it can make you feel a little bit anxious. It can make you feel almost. A little bit scared and sometimes that fear and that anxiety turns into anger and hate but no friend alas no remember change is important for as the world goes round it was whoever invented the earth and the sun and the moon's idea to say hey these people need more than one season otherwise it's going to get slightly boring for them and also for nature and stuff remember that change is important and not just change on a big scale like the changing of the seasons and the changing of age and stuff it's also the little things it's also changing sometimes just little moments of your life changing the people you surround yourself with sometimes you can find yourself in a rut surrounded by people who just bring a sea of negativity and you become a part of the tide remember that that's not healthy for anyone so try every now and again to surround yourself with people who smile and laugh and find the joy in life and that's exactly what life's about, finding the joy. Don't always look for happiness in the wrong places. Sometimes dig a little deeper and find a hole that just is nice to wallow in because the water at the bottom of the well is that of joy and self-happiness. Thank you. Are, you. are you asking people to wallow in a well? Is that what the end of that was? <laughs> you yeah. asking people to... Is, is your moral sometimes you've got to climb into a well? You're a well of joy. Yeah, if a I well wanted to, I, I sort of wish that I'd said puddle in the end, but yeah, I was going for a really deeper thing. I was going for, yeah, uh, I was really, really pushing that. Well, I really like that, Tom. And uh, it's really great to have you back. I've missed you. Yeah, mm. yeah, I've missed you a lot. So uh, Now, listen, Chase and Status, I think we played one of the a Chase and Status song recently, but they've just brought out a song called Liquor and yeah, Cigarettes. Can I just say, I've been tagged, I think, in this song quite a lot. In the video, there's someone who everyone seems to think looks like me. In this, is he talking about the liquor and cigarettes or the badder done? It's literally the ch new tune. The video yeah. has just come out. Oh, okay. And here we go. Look, boiler room. Oh, I see. Yeah. This person has yeah. completely overtaken well, that's my that's, whole. That's one of Chase and Status. Yeah, and he's completely overtaken my whole fucking. And in that picture, he looks like me a little bit. Here, he doesn't, I don't think. No. And in none of the other pictures, he looks like me. Well... But he's completely overtaken my... And to be fair, I actually think he's getting a bit of a fucking tough ride there. Cause yeah, yeah, shout out to him. He's got a lot more hair than I have. Mm. Do you know what happened there? Is you said you've got a lot more hair than I have. But you sort of went off for a second there. And I think that was you sort of admiring his hair. Is that yeah. what happened then? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I look at his hair there and think, Christ, I'd love... To be able mm. to slip my, he, he could do anything with his hair. I bet he looks amazing coming out of a swimming pool, and he'd be probably able to carry this orange look, this orange fade that I've got now. Uh, well, JT, could you take us out with "Liquor and Cigarettes" by Chase and Status? Uh, and guys, thank you so much. Thank you to Tom, who I really feel your holidays. Oh, by the way, while we're talking about music, well done. I've listened to your new tune, smashed it. Oh, I'm thank you, it. thanks, thanks yeah, very much. Good. Really good. Um, Have you had good feedback? It's been very good. Well, yeah, it's been a mix. So, like, people have been very positive on socials and I've been getting some messages. But every now and again, people will go, it's actually 
It's actually quite quite good what you like like that, which suggests to me that it isn't. You know, they, no, they, I thought it's banging. No, I really great, did. Thanks, I man. think you should be proud of yourself, and I think you should. You know what? I I think you should do that album that we talked about you doing. Okay, done, done. I oh, know genuinely. I think you should. Right. Okay. I think you're one of life's. You're you're one of life's great fucking. You you see stuff. You're an, a great observational comedian, and but also you you can put that into sort of music, and you're very talented. What? So you should do it. I think you'll you will never forgive yourself if you get to your, to leave this mortal coil and you've not tried to do an album. And if you fall flat on your face, it doesn't work. Fuck it, you've tried. But what? generally, How I think you've got so real ability. Oh. Because I think I look at you and it's one of your biggest favourite things in the world. And you could, mate. If I thought for a second that I could fucking do any of the hobbies or fucking things that I really really enjoy watching to the level that you can actually rap, then I'll fucking go and do it. I'd go fuck it. It's fun. I know. I've seen that you playing golf with Jimmy Bullard. But, but, yeah, which can is I just... genuinely one of the most embarrassing things in the world. That, guys... What, this is the difference. You can rap, and I watch you rap and go, he's fucking really good at that. And he's not even having to fucking make self-deprecating jokes about it because he know, he's really, really good. And it, The only reason that I've actually, that golf thing's worked is because I had to fucking fall back on what me and you have fallen back on our whole lives... To fucking make when things are shit and we're not very good at things, yes. we have to make it funny. I'd have looked that that video. I know, yeah, it's been great and everyone seems to enjoy it. I'd have much rather had a video where I fucking smashed the fucking driver and everyone gone, fucking oh, look, he can actually play golf rather than oh, he can't play golf, but he's funny. But <laughs> listen, I, I, I recognize that obviously, right. But what I would say is your rant about losing golf balls is one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. It's hilarious, man. Yeah, which is very kind of you, but I'd sooner you were sitting here going, you know what, Tom, I actually watched you playing golf and thought, fucking hell, he's really, really good at that. He could actually probably get onto the fucking senior tour. Yeah. He could probably win a couple of competitions. Hmm. Well. So I think go for it. I, I, I think let's do a poll. Let's get Romish on. I think let's do a, And like, you know what? I think I'd love to. I'd love to be involved. Okay, in that's what I was going to ask you. Would you like to do a little guest? Why don't you do a little oh, guest? Yeah, versus, yeah. I'd like to yeah. do... I'll do some country singing, and you okay. do a rap. Okay, okay. All right, yeah, okay, fine. We'll do a, yeah, all right. Okay, well, I can announce exclusively on The Wolf and Hour that we are doing, and I'm doing an album, and Tom is going to guest on it. Uh, wow. This is the other thing. If you are coming to the, can I do a reminder, if you're coming to the Apollo show on the 2nd of November, and you've got a problem or anything that you want to email in about, please do email us at wolfowlpod at gmail.com and make sure that you put in the header that you're going to be at the Apollo show and you might we might read your ting out. Uh, that's it. I mean, Big love. thank you so much. Love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye, love. Peace. Liquor and cigarettes have got me in a mess But right now I'm up and I think I've done my best Shot at least to arguing from arguing to sex I like to party, I hardly think that it's disrespect She said, yeah, I said, yeah If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.